2021, baby. Yeah. Apparently, I'm a prophet. Yeah, I know. We were we were looking at the end of our last episode, and yeah. uh, right before we recorded this. <laughs> yeah, I was I was finishing up listening to it, and right at the end, I said something about, um, you know, as we move into 2021, that you know it could potentially really get a little bit worse before it gets better. Right. <laughs> And then, fuck. Well, uh, <laughs> Hello, 2021. Right. So many memes out there right now that are like, yeah. it, 2020 was a horrible year. 2021 says, hold my beer. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. I am personally refusing to allow this first little hiccup we'll call it a hiccup in 2021 to define this goddamn year i'm gonna tell you all right it's a this is a proclamation <laughs> yeah, well, okay it, so it, this week isn't over yet <laughs> so. right right yes. sorry i didn't mean to spit into the mic spit forcefully <laughs> it, it was such gusto when it came out you spit those words out yeah i should probably talk over the mic instead of into it yeah you should all stop bumping it uh, no, but I, t- I move and I twitch. You're out of and practice I, this year. I, you haven't done this yet this year, so. <laughs> okay, <laughs> All so those dad jokes. I was a prophet on another level, too. I said that I, uh, one of the things that I wanted in 2021 or that I was looking forward to is get me that COVID vaccine now. Oh, yeah. And I am looking at my... This is me rattling it. <laughs> rattling it. My uh, approval for phase one COVID vaccine. Yeah. So, which I'm doing on Monday. Cheers to you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm crossing my fingers I'm doing it on Monday. This this whole thing has been... It's a little bit of a rat fuck. There's no doubt. Yeah. yeah. I, it, I've i never heard that term. Just to just, <laughs> just kind of stop right there. <laughs> Wow. I didn't invent it. I wish I wish I would have so I could take credit for it. I probably but. don't want to hear that again though. <laughs> well, it's kind of that bad, you know? So Yeah, no, it it's been an absolute mess trying to get um our staff um signed up to get the vaccine. So Right. Um, right. so yeah, I'm I'm scheduled for Monday, but I am, you know, crossing my fingers hoping it actually works out. Yeah. It, I am not going to be a downer this entire episode. I don't think I've, I think I've been a lighthearted downer so far. I think, yeah, we have, I think, more forward progression kind of conversations yeah. to have today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you, you cannot ignore some of the shitty stuff that's happened. Um, and so you getting approved for the COVID vaccine, vaccine, <laughs> vaccine, um, you know, this early, I think, is uh, is is great. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's great for our family. It's great for you. It's great for your yeah. workplace. Uh, all that kind of stuff. So yeah. So yeah, that's really wonderful. Okay, before we go any further, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we started this <laughs> this year off with a bit, and you know, we don't really like New Year's resolutions anymore. No. Um, but we we did decide that after the holidays and after all the you know, candy and cookies and sweets and all that kind of stuff. Um, and just general malaise that we had been feeling that uh, we were. Don't hold back the amount of drinking that we did during that time, too. Also the drinking that uh, <laughs> um, 
that uh, we were gonna we were gonna do a cleanse, and yes. so we started a cleanse last week. It's been going quite well so yes. far. Yes. Um, we're not hating it by any means, but mm-hmm. we haven't had a we haven't had any alcohol for the past week, which is I'm not trying to say that like it's a big deal. No, I'm just but saying it's, <laughs> it's sort of something we do in the evening um, as we're making dinner. We either yeah. have a glass of wine or we have a drink of some kind, and and it's just kind of what we do together right. in the evening. And um, so it's it does have me a little out of sorts for the habit, but um, yeah, or, the, you know the yes, like the, yes, yes, yes. of what we do in the evening. But um, but yeah, I'm not I'm not necessarily missing it. But so yeah. today, <laughs> no, I I we have been also upping our water intake. Yeah. Um, and you know I've been you got me a soda stream for Christmas, which yeah. is so awesome. That's helped a ton with that. This yeah. is a commercial for SodaStream for a moment. So if they would like to sponsor us, we are open for Casey. sponsorships. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know, last episode was the first time that we've actually had one of the, you know, like when I tag somebody whose oh, yeah. drink we've had or whatever, yeah. they actually like looked at our post and liked our post. <laughs> oh, and then I, as I'm listening to it today, I'm like, they shouldn't like our post. We didn't talk very nicely about that jalapeno pineapple one. And I mean, but we, we were honest. They want honesty, don't they? <laughs> I don't think that's what they care about. Um, anyway, mm, yeah, that, that wasn't very pleasant. <laughs> anyway, so uh, but we have a tradition here on the Sacred Spaces podcast that we start off every or we yeah we start off every conversation with a drink together. Yeah, and so we decided that uh, in the spirit of things that you know we're gonna go ahead and break our cleanse just a little bit. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna have a glass of wine today. Yes, we are. A nice tame glass of wine. Yeah, except it's a it's a nice pour. Yeah, well, unfortunately, our glasses are only big enough to hold one bottle of wine. So you know, we're we're limited to one bottle of wine. I I lost you there. You mean <laughs> you mean that whole bottle went into two glasses? That's what you just did. That may be what happened. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so. This is going to be such an interesting episode. <laughs> well, you know, it's, I mean, it, come on, it's not that much. <laughs> no, right? except that we're drinking this on a cleansed body. <laughs> There's no telling. So, so here's to you. Cheers. Yeah, a nice, nice red here. A Syrah, of course, right? No. Oh, that's what I thought we had in there. No, this is the uh, this is the Savaya Jack Red. Oh, okay. so it's just a it's a red blend. Savaya is one of my favorite. One of you, yeah. Yeah. And so I thought that it was you know that was a, a good yeah. uh, good way to come into this conversation is with your yeah. with your favorite winery. Um, now, you know this is kind of like their I think their production wine. So yeah. you yeah. know. Not They're, their high-end wine. Not their this high one has shelf. a screw cap. It doesn't have a cork. <laughs> no, I know. But it's still good. I still like it. Yeah, it's... There's some real, like, like plum in there. You can taste mm-hmm. that plum mm-hmm. a lot, right? Yeah. 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 I, you know, I may sound like I'm full of shit right now. I kind of know... I mean, I, you know, I know a little bit. So when I say there's... I taste plum in there, I think there really is some. Mm-hmm. Well, not like real plums in it. Mm-hmm. But Last I mean, like... Last <laughs> time I tasted trees in my drinks. So. <laughs> There might have yes. been trees in there. Yeah, yeah, the trees <laughs> that you tasted in that drink probably 
Yeah. Probably not They're so much. They're not going to sponsor Probably us. not so much. <laughs> yeah, or Ryan Reynolds, after yeah. we said that his gin smelled like shit. Yeah, but, you know, but we're it not. tasted so good. <laughs> we wonder why no one wants to sponsor. We're, I think we're bad at this. <laughs> don't tell our sponsors. Oh, we don't have any sponsors. Okay, so we're not very good at we're not very good at finding sponsors, and then we're also not very good. What did, what are you pointing at? Well, I just realized we had the door open and Cindy's upstairs with the baby. Oh, you know, I don't think anybody will mind. It's okay. fine. Yeah. So she's trying to put him down for a nap. We were talking about that. Okay. So unless he starts screaming, then I'll, everybody will hear that and I'll get up and shut the door. <laughs> um, yes, we're not very good at finding sponsors and we certainly are not very good at attracting them. We need to up our game. That's what we need to do. Yeah. We might want to start with our listenership though. We might want to up our listenership a little bit. So, yeah. you know, try to attract more some than- more. My mom and the Addingtons. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. Now, um, there are plenty of other people that we love as well. So if whoever else is listening, <laughs> listening right now, we did not ignore you. <laughs> We're making a self-deprecating joke right yeah, now. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so we have, you know, this kind of, I mean, this isn't the main thing we're going to talk about, but it's it just kind of in line with all this, though, you know, we have been really looking at the, the, I don't know if you want to say the quality of our time, the quality of our living space or, or whatever else, um, whatever else, that's not the right way to say it. Um, but, and we've kind of decided to, to step back from doing so many things. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, so I, uh, I haven't put out an episode of the Lenses podcast mm-hmm. in a number of weeks now. Um, you haven't put out any further episodes of Not Connected since. Podcast. We've yeah. kind of talked about that. And we I don't know that we've made final determinations on this, but we've kind of talked about that maybe that's maybe maybe they served a purpose last year mm-hmm. and we're going to just kind of refocus in, double down on on this podcast. Yeah, um, I I have I think um I think I want I want to be a bit intuitive about it. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when the conversations are there to have, then I'll have them and I'll record them. And um, but to chase down the release of a podcast for you know for the connected podcast, yeah, um, every two weeks and making sure I have those you know guests in place. Um, I think. Um, I, I, I had all of my healers on that, um, for that year for 2020 and, and yeah, and they were the ones that I was really anxious to talk to and kind of share that, how, how we, how I was connected to them, but also how they helped me to connect mind, body, soul, you know, it was, it was an agenda there. So, um, and then there were a lot of other stories and voices in, in there as well. And um, so moving forward, I'm wanting to make sure that I'm not just having conversations with people um, because they're willing to, um, but that I'm having conversations because uh, they I can't help it. Like it's we're meant to have this conversation and we're meant for the world to hear that yeah. conversation. Yeah. So it may take a little bit of time. I'm not really sure, but I'm not pushing it. I'm not chasing it in the way. 
I don't need, I didn't chase it last year, but I feel like I'm at that crossroad where I might have to do that. Um, so I, I don't know. I don't know yeah, what that and looks I, like. And I think that more importantly than like announcing something with those podcasts, because we're not really doing that. Like I said, we're, we're no, still just kind of thinking about it. I think it's just pause right now. I think the thing that that we did really zero in on is how much we love this space. Yeah, um, I think we just like to talk to each other and we must like to hear ourselves talk to each other. Right. We love both of those things. Wow. <laughs> So what does it um, matter if we have a and, uh, yeah, Exactly. And our uh, our schedules are fairly easy to coordinate amongst the two of us. Right. Um, we have a lot of flexibility to be able to record wherever we are. So it's mm-hmm. there's no pressure involved in this. There's no yeah. – we don't think about producing an episode of this podcast. I, I think I used, I used to produce our episodes a lot more, right? Add a lot more pauses to them and music and I'd – edit a lot of stuff out and we've kind of gravitated into a position where we really just want it to be our conversation, Yeah, you know? And so we just kind of take whatever mistakes and all, right. That's, that's part of the, the <laughs> yeah. speaking, speaking of mistakes, I'm actually feeling a draft come through from that door. <laughs> I need to go close it. So I'm going to step. I'll go home. do it. I'm closer. Okay. I'm closer. All it's right. just, um, I am starting to get chilly and I don't want to okay. do that because I'm going to start to chatter and, uh, yeah. So in anyway, our studio space here, our, yes, our drafty our studio, studio space, right? Well, we we're pretty high tech here, so you know, I I shut our our hollow core door with the gaps all around it, mm-hmm. and then I shove our rolled up towels all the way <laughs> to keep the draft out. That's called some high tech stuff, yeah. right there. Yeah. I did have an idea for another podcast, though. I haven't even shared this with you. Oh, awesome. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I could pull it off because I don't know how long I could make it last. Yeah, but uh, it would be um, uh, the. I, I don't know how to phrase it because it sound it can sound like it means something else, but basically, the ex pastor's wives. <laughs> so formally a pastor's wife, Got you know, it. like what is that story? What is that conversation? Um, cause I have several friends who, uh, have been pastor's wives. Yeah. They are still wives. They're just husbands aren't pastors anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's a very specific demographic. Well, yeah, but, oh man, I can think of a couple of them. I'm all tangled up here. Um, how did you do that? I, I don't know. Cause I didn't move. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's like your iPhone headphones in your pocket. <laughs> They just tie themselves up. They do. They like get by, by magic. Oh no. Um, no, I just thought that could be a really interesting conversation because once, uh, you know, I can think of a couple of friends of mine who we've started to have conversations since our husbands are no longer pastors and what getting really honest about what that experience was like. Mm. And, um, and there's some things that we will only be vulnerable with each other about as far as what that entailed, but, um, don't, you don't say it out loud, but I'm like racking my brain trying to think of who you're talking about right now. Oh, Jenna Inglebright. Oh, right. Except her and I tend to be a little bit more vocal about those things, but, (laughs) but she's, she's definitely, you know, one, I, I mean, there's others I can think of that maybe even still might be pastor's wives, but, um, and some, maybe there's also some pastor's wives who wish they were ex pastors. (gasps) Oh, 
wives. Oh, could you do like the a cover up of, of their voice? Like, <laughs> yeah. could you morph yeah. their voice so that they, oh. nobody would know who they are? Yeah, we check could, us out. We'll do it we right here. We could interview um, women who who oh, want to say idea. something, but they can't. Yeah. Okay. <gasps> okay. Oh, I might be onto something. You really might be onto something here. I'm. Uh, Maybe Jenna could um, co-host with me. Jenna, do you want to co-host with me? I know <laughs> that you could listen. Be a good idea. Yeah. Uh, all of a sudden, I can't get to my screen anymore. Mid thing here, I was gonna change it into a, you know, a, add some kind of like uh, sound effect to it yeah. or something like that. But wouldn't you know it, I can't actually reach it right now. So, hmm. oh well. I don't think that that really. Uh, I don't think it's important that I waste any more time <laughs> on that. No, but I just I've been thinking about that. Like it's, um, there's a lot of things that that we go through in that role. Yeah. That um, you know, some some things are are. Oh, there's a little man. <laughs> there he is. Aren't you glad you shut the door? Because <laughs> that helped. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, that would be interesting. Yeah. Hmm. For some people. I don't know. I don't know. No, I'm just trying to think. Do you know who my secret listeners would be? Pastors. Yeah, pastors' wives. No, the pastors. Oh, they want to see if that was was that my wife on there. (laughs) Yeah. No, you could be honest. Something. Yeah. I don't want to produce one more podcast right now. (laughs) But let's let's think on that one for a little. How about we let's uh, let's let that one marinate. Let's let, let's let that one soak for a little while. Okay, so it's a bad idea. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm not saying it's a bad idea at all. <laughs> I'm just, you know, saying that uh, that we had just had this conversation about kind of focusing in a little bit more. So I know, but that's just how I am. Yeah, ideas. I know that's ideas. It's wonderful. <laughs> it is wonderful. <laughs> um, so you know. Part of what we had, you know, we well, we've been talking about a lot of things over this past couple of weeks. Um, and so finishing out the the new year, stepping into, you know, and which, you know. Stepping into the shit show. Yeah, well, and again, oh I know. And I, I don't want this to be all like, no, you know, know, doom and gloom and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, there was a bit, but it was a little, you know, we were sitting there. On New Year's Eve, counting down. I don't think either one of us made it to midnight because no, we didn't really intend our to. Kids and my mom texted us apparently. Oh yeah, night. I think we, we woke up asleep. the next day <laughs> and we're like, "Oh, they all made it to midnight." But we didn't really care to stay no. up for it either. No. We kind of communicated that ahead of time. Um, but we, uh, but we were kind of sitting there, and it, and it was like this, like this deeply symbolic thing—the yeah. the dropping of the ball, right? The, um, the, uh, the. The changing of the the seconds until we get into that position where we're like, we're officially in a new year. Yeah. Because we knew that nothing actually changed at that moment. Right? Not, not at that moment. No. No. <laughs> You're, you got something on your mind. No, I'm just saying it just like turned all kinds of. It didn't turn anything. It, it just is continuation. It, I mean, it's like it just kept kind of like nothing stopped yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, it it didn't. Wow, no, I, no, no, something no. happened right there. Where I? <laughs> no, it's not that. It's not that. You and I have been having you know all kinds of conversations up until this moment, right? Um, that we were that we have recorded. Um, 
we're we're pretty honest about how we feel about the current events and things that are going on. Um, we've even kind of projected what we see as outcomes to if we continue in this behavior, if we continue in this ideology, um, you know, here's where, where we might land. Not so much a prediction as much as y- you can't keep doing this thing and expect we're going to be okay. So in one sense, yeah, nothing was a surprise in 2021. Um, but I, I, I guess, um, I guess I didn't expect what happened to have happened. Um, it, it, am I surprised? No. Um, I'm, and I only say I'm not surprised because we were primed for it as a country, but I didn't expect it. I didn't expect us after everything we've been through as a country to be at this moment where we're breaking windows at the, at democracy, you know, like it's, it's just, um, bizarre. Well, and I think I was, I was having a conversation with another friend of mine about this, you know, and I, I think there was a part of me where I intentionally put myself in the position of, again, not being surprised by all of that. Cause I mean, that group of people, which I want to say very categorically, I believe is a small percentage of people. I, I do not believe it is a large chunk of our country and you are biting your lip like crazy, mm-hmm. but yeah, I don't think it's a, I don't think it's, a, I don't think there's a, there are a lot of people out there who condone what happened. I think there are. I think there are a lot of people who won't condemn what happened, and that's the problem. There, there's a chunk of people who won't condemn it because they're trying to say it was something else. And, I'm not and, talking about people that sit in that building and no, work I'm even on our talking behalf. about like like actual Trump support. I think there's a lot of Trump supporters out there that looked at all that and went, "Holy shit, this is." Yeah, this I, is where it all has has come to. And for some reason, they were surprised. It got to that point. Yeah. But uh, okay. But it, the point of what I was trying to say again is that I, I I intentionally put myself in a position of being taken aback by all that that was happening, even though they were threatening, right? Because I wanted to hold on to this hope that people were better than that, you know. Um. And, and I think there's, I think that's part of the reason why, um, why hope in humanity is dangerous (laughs) because in you, you have to leave room to be taken aback. Um, you have to leave room for that or else you'll just become so fucking cynical that you, you won't trust anyone or you know, at any time, you'll always expect the worst out of everyone. And, and I think that, you know, I am not going to try to speak for you, but just speaking, speaking for myself, that's one of the shifts that we talked about in the last Mm -hmm. episode for me is that, you know, looking forward, I, I am willing to take some lumps on the chin. I'm willing to be greatly disappointed in some of humanity's response and some of humanity's actions rather than um, 
then anticipate the worst out of everyone. And so that I'm not surprised when it happens. Is that, I mean, is that, yeah. you get that? Is that? Yeah. And I know you and I are very different in this regard in, um, it takes a lot for me to trust right. um, humanity. On the other hand, I love to celebrate when I see it at its potential, right? Yeah. So when you have those amazing stories of people, um, you know, doing incredibly humane things. I mean, I'm, I'm going to stop for a second because this thing keeps like rattling around in my head. It has all week. And as I'm trying to articulate things and struggling to find the words for them, um, this is what keeps coming to mind, is that words matter right now. Mm. Man, man, do they. Because how we use them, the context in which we use them, and what we mean by them is, uh, is, um, is the lifeline right now. Like... Right. We're, we're right. gripping to the words being used by every leader in this country. We are, or we should be, um, watching what words we're using as we communicate and how we engage social media and things like that. Um, but I'm, I was challenged by this, I think, before all the events of this week happened um, at the Capitol. But I was thinking in terms of more of religious and faith-based, uh, like a cir that circle, as to f how we use words. Like I wanted to put out a challenge to people. Can you say the same things about the God you have faith in without using the words that you're used to using? Can you find other words than um, may God bless you or... Um, I'm praying for you or um, these kind of um, cliche statements, these words that we use all the time to represent conversation around um, our faith. And I find them incredibly loaded and then times they can even be very triggering. And so when we use words in a way that only that club understands, it, it doesn't feel right when you're not in the club. It doesn't make any sense, right. you right. know, that kind of thing. So I wanted to before all of this happened, I wanted to kind of put out of a, cha a challenge. Can you say things without using the words that you're used to using? Mm. Can you find new words that maybe even bring more depth, that bring more targeted meaning? Like that's more what I mean than using, I think the word blessed is a terrible word because it, it means so many things in the faith circle and it's sort of a catch-all word. And so it's actually, I think it's lost its meaning. Mm. So can we use another word that can, can evoke the same intent or maybe even a deeper intent than that word does anymore? So then we come into this week and boom, all this stuff happens. Mm. And I he we hear all these different words being used to describe what it was that happened. Um, everything from protesters to... Um, terrorists to rioters to like there's a lot of different names that are thrown out to who who the people that were involved in um, breaking through the capital who were they what were they right and depending on the word we use 
often tells us where we what we believe about what they did. Right. And or um, what we believe their t- intent was, what their deep motivator was for what they did. For instance, I may call them a protester or a patriot. I may call them brave. I may call them strong. Mm-hmm. And that tells you a lot about my beliefs. Mm-hmm. Right. Whereas you may call them an insurrectionist. Mm-hmm. You may call them a terrorist. You may call them a criminal. Um, and that tells me a lot about your beliefs. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the same instance that happened. We all watched the same thing on TV, right? Right. Um, there are a few different vantage points. Some people were actually there. Some were not. You know, there's there's a whole lot of that going on. Right. But for those of us who watched it on TV, we saw the same thing and we use a lot of different words to describe the same event. And so I'm I'm really coming back to this place where I'm I'm I've been very paused as to what I say on social media in regards to the event, not because I don't have an opinion about it, not because I don't have a thought, not because I am not mad or angry or sad or um, a whole gamut of emotions, but because I want the right words to describe what happened. Mm. Um, and not just based on what I feel about it, but based on what it actually was. Mm. And that's taking time to find what those words are. So like you're, we're having this conversation and I'm trying to describe a bit of what I felt this week um, or how I'm coming into the events of this week. And it feels really loaded to me because I can't, I haven't finished that process of trying to find the right words because I want to use the words like traitor and um, insurrectionist and, um, you know, even murderer. There were people who were killed in this. And there was, there's some very yeah. strong words I want to use. And I'm not saying that those things didn't happen. But I want to be very careful that if I'm going to call someone a traitor, that that word actually has weight. And I feel like because of what has happened in the last four years, that word usage has has come to mean nothing anymore. Right. So then when you actually go to use these words, they get talked about and they've lost their meaning. It's more like you're calling somebody a dummy. Exactly. Yeah. And which I think is part of the the uh the plan of a narcissistic gaslighter we we twist and we reuse the scenario and we manipulate the reality of it so if we say that this this word or this circumstance that we're we think is reality um a gaslighter or narcissist will take that and say no it actually means this well we've been going through that for four years now so what do these words even mean what does impeachment mean Right. Like, so that's kind of where I'm sitting. I feel like when, when we say, yeah, we should be, you know, trying to look for some of the positives that have happened in 2021. And I go, you know, this is, this is a struggle for me, not because I don't want to be an optimist. I look at my, you know, paper here about getting the COVID vaccine. And that is a lot of optimism for me. It probably pissing somebody else off right now. But for me, this is a light at the end of the tunnel, Right. Right. But um, when I look at what has just happened this week, I am, um, I am wanting to challenge people to use the words um, in the depth that you mean them. Right. Um, find the right words. 
um, we need to be more articulate about this than just pro-Trump or, you know, go Biden. Like, I mean, it's just, we're, we're right. like sports teams. Like it, it's right. just, yeah. No, I get that. Um, yeah, I, I get that. I, I think that, you know, when, what could be one of the, the things that happen is that you, you know, you come out of a year like 2020, you step into 2021 within the first couple of weeks, then the first barely a week, mm-hmm. um, you know, you've, you know, you've got the shit show on your hands, mm-hmm. you know, and then that could easily tank it for somebody. Yeah. Um, just that, well, here we go. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be more of the same, you know? Right. And I think that one of the things that, that needs to happen, and I, I, I'm piggy, I'm very much piggybacking this on what you're saying. I, even though you may think I'm kind of taking this in a different direction, but that's not my intention mm-hmm. to do that. Um, and that is the power or the need for a higher level of discourse um, that, that yes, words matter. We need to, um, we need to regain meaning in the things that we say. Mm-hmm. There's, there's so, I mean, we've talked about this a couple episodes ago, but there's, there's so much of belief system that is memes and tropes today, right. you know, that it's, you're quoting the latest thing you saw on the internet yeah. and that, as if that's your belief system. Right. right? Um, and that happens it literally in every area of one's existence, you know, you quote things you hear in a church service as if that's your belief system without really thinking it through. You quote things you hear Trump say without ever really thinking it through. You quote things that you hear on, um, let's go the other way, CNN, you know, and without really thinking it through. And well, that's just the way it, you quote memes that you see on the internet, just as your belief system without really thinking it through. And I, I think that, that there, there needs to be this, um, this recapture of, uh, of a higher level of discourse. Um, and it's got to happen intentionally. What do you mean by higher level of discourse? A meaningful discourse. Mm. Conversations and words have become, God, meaningless. Right. Because one, there's so much just like this avalanche of misinformation and I, and I'm not just going to point at Trump in this Mm-mm. it comes from it comes from all over the place um, there's there's political language there's religious language yeah. there's yeah, the um, media is absolutely guilty of this too mm-hmm. you know okay so it all over the place okay so um but so there's this there's this level of of discourse where it, where Words are just end up being just words where words are, are far more about, um, encapsulating, uh, violent emotional responses than they are about actually communicating real thoughts and belief systems. Mm -hmm. Right. And then, um, and then being able to actually work those things out amongst us too, because we have just been, um, 
we have been reduced over a period of time with such bullshittery, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think that's one of the things that, you know, that has to come back in um, if we're if we're going to recover from this as human beings, if we're going to recover from this as a nation, if we're going to recover from this and um, and and beyond. I mean, I think if Christianity is going to recover from this, and and probably you know maybe other religions too, but I'm I'm gonna that's that's the one I know right now, right? Um, is that we we have to be able to engage with this core again of of meaningful discourse, of meaningful language, of, of words that actually have substance to them. Mm-hmm. And so when I say something that someone is not afraid to hold me accountable to what I just said. Um, and, I, and I'm talking about, when I say accountability, like in the simplest form of way of, well, tell me more about that. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, all of a sudden now, that's not just stroking my ego because you want to hear more of my thoughts on it. That is being held to account for the words that I just uttered. That Tell me more about that thought process. Tell me more about how you arrived there. Tell me more about what you mean by that. Tell me more about what you see the ramifications of that playing out, right? Um, and, if, and if we were, and I'm talking about even over fighting with each other because we end up fighting over each other with, with memes and tropes, right? Just lobbing sayings back at each other that quite honestly, we don't really understand mm-hmm. what, what that even means anymore. Right. Yeah. Um, and so, and I don't know, I don't think I took us off course too much from no. what you're talking about. Have I, I mean, because I mean that. No, I, I think, I think we live, we live at a continual crossroad. Um, and it's a crossroad of choice and we get presented with a thought, an idea, an ideology, an opinion, a belief system. We're always at a crossroad. So if I'm having a conversation with you and you're presenting a thought to me, I have two options. I can, well, actually I have two sets of options. One, I can agree or disagree, right? That's kind of the given. Sure. And if I, and if I choose to do neither, right, and I choose to um, to take the neutral road, then I have two other options. And that is I can ask more questions or I can defend my platform. And if, if I'm always choosing to defend, then I will never learn something new. I will only keep regurgitating what I already know. You got it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But if I choose to keep asking questions, I might actually learn something, may support where I stood before on the idea, or it may expand that, hey, I can't hold on to that anymore because I know more now. Right. Right? So if we approached, if we could could approach conversations with those two options, that I have the opportunity to either defend myself or my, my ideology or I have the abil- the option to learn and I can ask another question. Right. Asking questions doesn't mean we that you're give giving in. in. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, that we that automatically agree. agree with something. It means that we want more information. If for no other reason to make sure I understood what you were saying. Yeah. Right? So 
could we in 2021, could we be more about learning than we are about defending? I, I think if we don't, we will only we, repeat 2020. Absolutely. And, I, and again, I'm talking for for me first. Right. I, I'm not saying mm-hmm. for everyone else out there, you know, I, I'm talking about it starts with me. And and of course, I think that that's the that is the key for all of us to experience growth in mm-hmm. humanity and goodness and love and um, and even just intelligence. Right. Is to to start with that approach. Right. Um, but again, I was having a, a conversation with a with a friend earlier this week and we were, you know, this is a guy who um, has who's experienced a lot of different things in life, who has way more education than I do and way more education than probably a lot of other people do, mm-hmm. too. Um, and, you know, has. Yeah, there. And and one of the things that that he totally agreed with me on is that if we have a conversation with a dumbass. And I mean a dumb ass, somebody who obviously is just ignorant and willfully ignorant, intentionally ignorant, they're offensive, all that kind of stuff. And there's not some small part of us that chooses to listen for something that that may enlighten us a little further, something that mm-hmm. we may learn from that, okay? I'm not even gonna say how we're, it may not even be in their words, Okay? Right. But just but just some learning opportunity. If there's not some small part of us, then then that is a that is a waste mm-hmm. that just happened. That is a wasted interchange that just happened. It's a or it's a it's a waste of time at you know at at best. Mm-hmm. Um, it, but if but if we were to to live in such a way that we recognized with all humility that there is no way that I know how everything works. <laughs> now that sounds ridiculous, but, but we live that way. I think so many times we, yeah. I mean, we, we act that way. We get angry that way. We fight that way. Right. So if we were to, if we were to approach life in such a way to say, there's no way that I can know everything that exists. There's no way I can know all truth. There's no way that I cannot. So I must constantly be learning if I'm going to continue to develop in my humanity, if I'm going to continue to develop in my understanding, my, my goodness, my, um, yeah, my humanity, then, um, then we, we basically halt, we halt our development as a people. Mm-hmm. And I think that it, we just see too many examples of that existing out there where, you know, it, well, here's the, here's the evangelical trope that, that stops growth and learning and development. You know, um, when it comes to, you know, this used to be the thing about uh, homosexuality that, mm-hmm. that I would hear is that somebody would bring up an argument that was, that was questioning the validity of evangelical Christianity's denial of homosexuals, okay? And and the response to that would not be a meaningful exchange, would not be, you know, would not be a, a, a thoughtful conversation. The response to that would be, God said it, I believe it, that's all I need, mm-hmm. okay? Meaning, 
It's in the Bible. They won't bother to actually work out where and how it's in the Bible. I believe it. In other words, I don't question anything. I just read it black and white for what it says, which, which is inherently all kinds of issues there. Mm-hmm. And that's good enough for me, which is saying end of conversation. I don't want to talk about this anymore. Right? So. And why do you think they don't want to talk about it? Well, because they don't know how to talk about it. Mm, af- I think it's more than that. What are, you, what are you gonna say? I think they're afraid to. Because they're well, af- yeah. They, no, no, no. Because they're afraid that it will break down. Well, absolutely, one hundred percent. Yes, I yes. Be, and and that is that is the fear backup to all of those kinds of statements. You know, and I use that one because that one was that one was actually, you know, I don't know that I I ever used that with anybody, but there was a time in my life when. That was a valid argument as far as I was concerned. Well, it is what um, evangelical Christianity uh, promotes is not, um, we, we ask questions to a point, but there are certain questions you're not allowed to ask. Right. But, but that's what I'm saying is that's a, that's a perfect anecdote for so many thought systems that exist today. Um, and I am, I am not picking on any group right now. Um, it, I think... Most people are guilty of this at some point in time to some extent over some belief system. Um, and, and if we, but all growth, all development stops with a statement like that. It stops with those definitive kinds of statements like that because you can't converse with someone else. There is no possible way for you to learn something new when you shut down a conversation. When you, when you exclaim that all that can be known is known and I know it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so if we are ever going to start moving forward, we must be able to come to this place where we can have enough humility to simply recognize that there are things that I don't know and or understand. And so I want to be open to knowing and understanding more. Um, The problem is how the hell do you help people choose to embrace that for themselves? Mm -hmm. Because so many do not. No, <laughs> so many they don't. do not. And I, and I think there's, a, there's going to be a certain number of people who are just, they, in, in its very simplistic way, they just need to believe something because, without much effort um, so that they can move on doing the thing that they want to do in life. It's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just the way they are, right? Um, but when we... When we have somebody in a position of leadership who taps into that and says, we don't need to go forward, it's okay to go backwards. Yeah, that's that's, that's a whole other level. Well, but it's, it is playing into that, the security of, I already know what I need to know, so this is good. My dad knew that. My granddad knew that. My great-granddad knew that. 
we don't need to change this. It's worked right. this many generations, right? Right. So you have somebody who's saying it's okay to stay there. Um, and where I think it, it feeds well into certain uh, faith systems is that we, in our faith systems, our beliefs, our doctrines, our theologies, we often say this is the answer and the one that we're supposed to defend. So we're not in this to change it. We're not in this to enlighten ourselves further into more, more thought or different thought. We're in it to ground ourselves into what was. And so it, it is a good marriage. Those two systems work well together. And so I have to be reminded that there are belief systems, both politically and religiously, that do allow for growth, that do allow for evolution, that allow for something could be different than what I know. And for example, you and I were talking about this um, previously in terms of um, COVID vaccines and how it's all over the place as far as what people think and believe and are willing to entertain in terms of this, I quote unquote, science of what these vaccines are and what they're intended to do, what they will do to us, what they won't do to us, right? But in order for that vaccine to be developed, there has to be a scientist who comes to the table and says, here's all the information that I have about this virus. I don't really have an opinion about the virus. I just see it for what it is. And I have to figure out how to make it stop doing the thing that it's intended to do. I have to figure out how, how to create something around that. There's nothing emotional about that. They're, what they be, believe doesn't necessarily have to come into that. It's based on facts and trial. And like there's a whole scientific method that we learn about in grade school that you do these steps to get these outcomes. The agenda for a scientist isn't that they're chasing a certain outcome. They're chasing the information that gets an outcome, right? So it may not be an outcome they've ever thought of, but at the end of science, what is that outcome, right? So I'm very fascinated by people who are avid researchers, people who are perpetual learners, who are continually taking more in um, and developing those spaces to say there's more to this conversation than what I had before. Because then the outcome is exponential. Um, the outcome isn't based on what agenda I had coming into it as much as it is all of this information, one plus one equals two. Right. Um, and, I th and I think that our country right now is choosing one of those two spaces. We are choosing to say we're good the way we are we don't need to make any changes. If we make changes, it's going to rock the, um, what do you call it? The, um, the heritage. It's going to, it's going to rock the foundation right. of who we are right. as a country. And, um, and then there's this other group of people who are wanting to learn more, learn more about 
okay, if you're saying that white privilege exists, what does that look like? What does that mean? Am I a part of it? Like ask, keep asking the questions. So yeah, I, you're giving me this, um, this signal that I'm supposed to tie this up. No. Oh. <laughs> So a little then behind I the kinda, scenes peek here. I no, thought my, I was I was losing my train of thought. My headphones, because I had my glasses on, my headphones were starting to really hurt my ears. Oh, okay. So I had to take them off, and okay. I was telling you, keep going. Don't okay, stop. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I kind of lost my train of thought. But but I guess, I guess I just, I think that how do we get people to move back into a space of critical thinking and asking questions I think we also have to give them permission that it's okay if everything you knew up to this point falls apart. And how do we create oh, that God. safety net, right? Yeah. But, but that, that's some scary shit, though. It is. But how do we heal from abuse? How do we heal mental health issues? How do we heal from physical issues? We have to take a step back and let go of something in order to start moving forward, right? We have to undo so that we can move forward we're not if we're always grasping for what's in the past i mean oh, i could go into all kinds of you know church language on this and i don't want to because i'm trying to pay attention to my language my words so much <laughs> but um no but know, I, yeah that's a it's a very it's a very real troubling thing for people um to to be able to start untangling the, I would, I don't know, maybe call it anchors. You know, the things that are stopping us from being able to move forward. That's a very troubling thing to start unraveling those because it's frightening. Well, it's, there's a lot of loss involved. There's a lot of risk. Yeah. Um, when you and I decided to pull up our anchors and say we're not necessarily setting them in someplace new. We're just pulling them up. Right. Um, what do we lose? We lose some family. We lose community. We lost friends. We lost friends. We lost uh, lost identity. Um, we gain need to we heal. We lost occupation. We lost occupations. Um, there, there's a lot at risk. But I think the question we have to start asking ourselves is, <laughs> is it still working for you? Like, yeah. It, okay, we can keep doing that yeah. thing, but is it actually working? And not just for you anymore. Is it actually working for us as a whole anymore? And I'm not saying the complete complete pendulum swing is the answer. I I think both ends of the pendulum swing have to start thinking. They have to change the language they use. They have to rethink how we're going to move forward because the way we did before, I, I saw a Twitter, I don't remember who it was, or it might've been a share from somebody saying, um, do you remember when impeachment was about somebody's sex life? <laughs> That's how far we've come from what we're managing under this new impeachment the second one with trump so we're not playing uh storylines about clinton's behavior in the oval office anymore right. this is a whole nother level right. and if we try and interact with impeachment like we did with clinton and apply that to where we're at right now it doesn't work right. we have to evolve we have to grow up we have to use new language right. true 
Yeah, uh, which is why I think that so many people, when they come to this unraveling stage where they start to realize, they choose instead to just stuff it all back in the box. Mm-hmm. Nope, we're not going there. That's just, this is just the way that it is. Because it's, there is, not only is there great cost, potentially, um, but it is tiring work. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is, it, it's exhausting. And it can be, I mean, emotionally draining. Mm-hmm. It can be depressing. It can be, um, it can make you angry. Mm-hmm. You know, realizing that, you know, you were, you were given belief systems that were faulty. And the people who, who gave you those same belief systems, they kind of knew it, but they gave them to you anyway because they were afraid mm-hmm. to unravel those things. Um, it can, I mean, it, it can be so loaded, but what people don't understand is you're not free. No. You're, you're tied up. You're in bondage, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the only way to undo yourself is to be, is to be willing to start the unraveling process. And it all begins with a question. What if it isn't actually this way? Yeah. What if there's another way to think about this? What if there's a better way to think about this? What if this isn't actually working that well after Mm -hmm. all? You know, what if, what if, what if, what if? And it begins with a singular question mm-hmm. of what if. And, you know, y- you and I asked ourselves that question. Um, well, God, we've probably been asking ourselves that question as long as we've been together. Yeah. And, and we have... We've had some wonderful advancements in our life, advancements in our thinking. And um, and there's sometimes when we haven't done so well with it, too. Right. Um, but what you also realize is that once you begin that process, it's not about finishing it. What you find out is that this is now, this is what makes life wonderful. Mm-hmm is to constantly be questioning, to constantly begin to be exploring, to constantly be asking what if. Mm-hmm. What if there's an even better way? Okay, so I've come out of all this bullshit. Okay, I've come out of all this bondage. I've come out of all this just bad, toxic, hateful, angry ways of looking at life and I, I'm in this totally different place now. What if... There's an even better way than this to think about it. <laughs> now you're sounding like Jesus. Yeah, I, I think so. I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I mean, he his uh, argument to the Pharisees was that you heap heavy burdens on your people. This this bondage of, um, of uh, ways that you have to live and the ways that we... Yeah, yeah, I can go into that... 
you know, for a long time. But, and he says, but in my father's kingdom, the yoke is light. You know, that there isn't. The burden is easy. Yeah. My, the, the, my yoke or my, my teachings, my, the, my teachings that I give you are just, are light. They're not heavy. Yeah. They're not burdensome. They're not. Yeah. Right. And if we could move forward in um, letting go of what's not actually serving us to move forward in some of the basic human principles, the things that make us human versus inhumane, empathy, love, care, you know, there's probably a yeah, longer yeah, list, yeah, but yeah, the, yeah. those come to mind at the top. Without those, what are we? You know, that capital didn't get stormed because of empathy. It didn't get stormed because of love. It might have because of loyalty. It might have because of um, anger or even righteous anger. Um, there's a lot of ways that we can can um, t- turn that to say yeah. with a motive, but it sure as hell wasn't empathy. So how do we how do we help each other to be more critical thinkers? How do we help each other ask more questions? We make it safe to. We make safe spaces for those conversations to exist, to say, hey, there is no uh, question that you can't ask. And I know I've heard that in churches. There are no wrong questions in this Bible study group, but there fucking was. There were questions that I was, I could ask them, but I wasn't allowed an answer to them. So I, I am the kind of person who... As soon as a question starts to rattle around in my head, I have to keep chasing it. And I don't necessarily expect that I will get an answer as much as I expect that I will get more information. Right. Um, I'm not under the belief that education alone is, um, you know, having a degree or those types of things is makes us a valid human or a valid citizen in, in America or in the world for that matter. Um, I think there's a lot of degrees out there that are somewhat, I don't want to say meaningless, but have not served people to sure. to think more critically, right? Um, but I do think we all have the ability and fortunately the freedom in America to, to self-learn, to keep learning, to read another book, to research a little bit more for crying out loud, Google has given us access to so much information that I didn't have as a kid. I had, I had the guy that came to the door and sold us the set of encyclopedia yeah. books, and we sat there looking through them, right? But you get all the bullshit that comes along with that too. Absolutely. But my point <laughs> being that we have access to so much information, maybe so much that we actually paralyze ourselves. We don't know what right. to do with it, right? right. So what, what if we were forming smaller pods of people where asking the questions were safe, where um, constructive conversations like you were talking about can exist, not because we need to debate something or I need to convince you to be on my side and what I think, but because we're actually in it to help each other learn more, that I come to that space saying, 
I don't have an agenda except to learn. What, how could that transform us as a community? Rather than um, my circles in Christianity um, had been, I thought the pretense was a Bible study was to learn more about the Bible. But what it actually ends up being is a social setting to prove what I know about the Bible or to portray <laughs> my holiness right. within the right. group and the setting. Right. It's a social experience. experience. Now, my, uh, my interaction with those groups usually got me um, not very well liked in those groups because I kept asking the questions. But, um, but I think if we created those spaces in our families, in our close friends settings, and we started making critical thinking um, a value um, that we honored in each other, I, I don't know. And I, when, I, when I think about the relationships in my life, I, I want to bring more people in that exhibit levels of empathy and the ability to think beyond. I don't want defensiveness. I love justice. I love those conversations. Right. Um, it's not that you can't be passionate or even heated in a conversation, but I, I'm just, I'm done with... Um, matter of fact answers. I don't think it's serving us. I think it's got it's what got us to the Capitol the way we did on Monday. I agree. Is it Monday? I don't I've lost track of time. Tuesday. When it happened? Yeah. Uh I think it was I think it was uh Wednesday. No. Yeah, Wednesday. Wow. Feels like a really long week. It's only like two <laughs> days ago. <laughs> mm. Um yeah, I, you know, this is, this is very on the, the front of our frontal lobes right now, um, because I mean, we've been talking about this a lot. I mean, we're, we're, we're wanting to, um, we're wanting to be proactive in, in helping to form some of these spaces because mm -hmm. we want to help people have safe places to question mm -hmm. and to, to reform thinking and approaches to thinking and, and that sort of thing. Um, and that's not because we've got it all figured out. It's, it's quite the opposite. It's because we have figured out how to start. Mm -hmm. And, and I think for, I think for everyone, that's where the magic lies. The magic lies not in arriving anywhere. The magic arrives in, the magic is in, learning how to start a journey of questioning everything mm -hmm. um, and not being certain you know? um, that certainty doesn't serve you very well. Mm -hmm. It doesn't, it doesn't serve your relationships. It doesn't serve your, um, it doesn't even serve for crying out loud, your occupation. Um, it doesn't yeah. serve your, uh, faith, it doesn't serve your politics. It, it just, it's not very well serving. Mm -hmm. Certainty is a, um, is a, is a terrible master. Um, and so I think that's why, I mean, it's, it's why it's, it's, it's very much right there for us. And we've been I would, I would love to create a space where we can begin as a group of people 
um, the safety net that thinking, um, the critical thinking, exploring all those thoughts that go on that we are either afraid or nervous to express or ask, or we just don't have the environment that could handle the question, um, that it can, that it can land there. Right. Um, where, where it's celebrated to ask the question that stumps the room, you know, that we, that we might have to actually together find, um, answers to it, to keep exploring, to keep researching, um, or sometimes we just have to ask the question so that we can ask the next question. Right. We don't actually need an answer to that one, but it's the next one that we need the answer to. Right. So I'd love to provide a space that um, that allows for that. Um, I know it won't be appealing to everyone, but I think there's people out there that were like us who didn't have an environment, and then you felt like you were very covert when you found that one person who you could go over to their house for dinner and you could talk about that thing that you can't talk about anywhere else. Right. 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 Why does it have to be that way? We're a weird culture. Americans. Well, I mean, we're, we're given, we're given to certainty. I mean, we're given to being the best. You know, we, we've talked a lot about, uh, traits of a gaslighter and one of them being that they need to remain the smartest person in the room. It's right. not so much that they need, they, they might need to be right, they might need money, they might need a lot of things, but in the end, it's more about they need to remain the smartest person in the room, right? right. right. And I think that's America to the rest of the world. We, Absolutely. We, we can't let the rest of the world know that we're not actually the smartest one in the room, right? Right. Um, it, so therefore, because of that, we can't actually learn from other cultures or communities that have surpassed us right. in how to care for our community members medically, how to um, understand rest in the middle of a work week. We, we don't value those things because we're already the smartest one in the room, right? right? So I, I just I think it needs to stop being about the arrival and more about the process. You're done, aren't you? Yeah, I just made a bunch of noise on my microphone on accident. Yeah, and your your leg is starting to twitch, and you're <laughs> and you're pulling back from your mic, and you're not leaned forward and in the conversation I, listen, anymore. Listen, babe, I was just trying to get more comfortable. No, no, I was just trying no, to settle I in. I know you too well. The conversation a little bit more. Just get comfortable with my Whatever. glass of wine. Whatever. And so we can, we can talk all night. We are getting close. Yeah. to our 26th anniversary. When I look at mm. podcast uh, releases, we've oh, talked... Oh, podcast to, anniversary. Yeah, well, no, 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 no. Oh, wait, no. No, 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 no. When I think about in two weeks from now, we'll be very close. We'll be that much closer, you know, when we look at yeah. another podcast. Yeah, 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 We've talked about maybe releasing more podcasts now that we're kind of reducing some of what we're doing. But, um, but as we encroach on um, our 26th anniversary, I know we've... Uh, kind of put some comments out there about um, about our relationship throughout the year. Um, but maybe in light of 2021, that'll be a conversation that we come close to is how do we do all of this in that most intimate, most important relationship in our life? Mm-hmm. You know, and 
And whether it is about some of our vulnerability, um, the struggles that we've had over the years in terms of, um, you know, have we been a safe place to keep asking questions, you know, right. things like that. I don't know. I don't, I'm just kind of shooting from the hip here, but I'm kind of wondering <laughs> that we go down that road a little bit, um, make it a little bit more personal in, you know, we'll be in Canon beach part of that time <laughs> <Will> so <laughs> yeah not not near as long as i wanted to be oh but... i know i know <laughs> well, let's have to go again yeah, yes, i am so will. ready to jump in that r pod right now i know and just get out know, of town and it's like and i always get this way this part of the year mm. too because it's like winter is on a, is upon us but yet the snow hasn't flown and all that. The temps aren't horrible and all that kind of stuff. And so I'm like, well, maybe it'll be a light winter this year. And then it just, you know. Usually it's right when we're ready to yes. kind of break out the our pot and get going. And, yeah. and, and just and, blast us. In the, and then I'm just like, I'm just depressed. And <laughs> I know. I'm like, why are, why are we still in, why do we do this in to the ourselves? winter? Yeah. In the winter, yeah. Yeah. So. So, um Anyway, yes, I am with you. I just want to get out. I want to be out. Oh, and I just want to be, I want to go to Perry Street and have a beer with you. Oh, and, my God. Oh, I want, yeah. to, I want to meet friends and there tacos. again. Yeah. 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 Um, no doubt. No doubt. No Do we doubt. have friends? Do we still have friends? I think I'm kind we have of some friends. <laughs> I think we have some friends. Yeah. Yeah. I, I hope we have some friends. I think we do. Um, I know that I... Think oh. of some people as some friends. Oh, okay. I was going to say, were you going to say, I have friends. I don't know about you, Jess. No, I wasn't <laughs> going to say that. I was going to say, I think of people as friends. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, this is, well, it's, it's tough times and, and people have different ways of engaging with others and all that kind of stuff that we do or don't have access to the same kinds of ways of engaging or people choose to to engage others. And I'm not even going to say in dangerous ways, just in ways that we're not comfortable with, you mm -hmm. know? Um, so there's some of that that happens. There's, you know, I'm, I'm ready for all this to be done. Mm -hmm. I'm just ready for it to be done. And it's, and it's going to be a while still. Yeah. I'm, I'm realizing that I, I go to work in the dark. I come home in the dark. Right. I am in a building all day long. So then when I come home and it's dark, I, with where we live, it's really dark. There are no street lights. Yeah. And um, so going for a walk or being outside, just even if I was, what am I seeing? I'm seeing dark. Right. I'm not even seeing nature anymore. And and I'm just feeling so claustrophobic. Right. Um, and I am so ready to um, to be out. Um, but yeah, I get I get pretty antsy. I'm I'm not going to be fun to live with over the next probably thirty to sixty days. Wonderful. Yeah, I'm just I giving look you a heads up. To it. Well, that's why we have to finish this cleanse so you can start <laughs> drinking again. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm just I'm not missing that all that much yet. So no, I but, uh, I agree. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's call it. How about that? Okay. Okay. We can uh, go on. It was still too early to make dinner, but I was thinking we'd go on and start thinking about making dinner because we do like doing that together. We love making dinner. We were actually I'm entertaining this idea that I think you should take me seriously on. Oh. I've already said it to you. Oh, what's that? We order these HelloFresh ba boxes. Yeah. And we, so we get like two a week and we make these meals that we've never made before. So we learn to make something new. Okay. 
we, except for this week, we um, usually have a glass of wine with it when we do that. Okay. Um, and I said, we should TikTok this. <laughs> I don't, you know, I've been trying to figure out TikTok because there's some other stuff I wanted to TikTok to. I, I don't quite understand it yet. <laughs> I'm so fucking old. <laughs> I, we'll just leave it but, to Sydney. Yeah. But, uh, but it's but. difficult to take a, a like a little mini story and compress it down to 60 seconds, well, which is all the time Well, that's because you tried to do have. it in a regular feed. We just need to do, already record it in something else. So that's true. anyway, that's true. but I'm just saying we do this every single week and it yep. could be like an extension of our podcast that this is. This is another sacred space. This is our, this is our TikTok channel. Our yeah. sacred space is TikTok channel. It's what we do twice yeah. a week. That's right. That's right. Could be. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to let everybody go now. Because, so, you know, they've <laughs> been held captive. <laughs> They're not allowed. They haven't been allowed to push pause or stop. Um, so. They're not listening. <laughs> oh, wait. Or to hit play. <laughs> All right. That was a good talk. Thank you. <laughs>